are listening to the Oracle of Light podcast with Shauna DeMellon. My very special guest today is Jessica Tyson Solkeld, otherwise known as the Mommy Medium. Welcome. I'm so glad to be here and be a part of it and get to chat. Awesome. Now, you have quite the background. I was reading your bio and it's like, oh my goodness, I, I wow, amazing. So you have a master's degree in criminal justice administration and management. And you, um, of course, a certified evidential medium, a criminal profiler. Uh, oh my goodness, can you, can you sort of explain all of that? And, and, and in your words, I, I think that would be fantastic. I will do my best. Um, <laughs> it's been a, it's been a long, long road. Um, I uh, so my most of my professional background, um, uh, especially before I was um, fully kind of embracing my abilities and everything, is all in law enforcement. So, um, as you said, I I have a um, my bachelor's degree is in political science, which is a whole uh, another thing, and then I have. Um, my master's is in criminal justice, and uh, I specialized in um, violent offenders, homicide investigations, and a lot of forensics in there. Um, I have, I'm originally from the U.S., so I worked in both the U.S. and Canada in different roles in law enforcement and investigations. Um, I have all it's really interesting and I've heard this talking to a lot of other people that have been on their own um, journeys with bits of this of especially if you're having most people I know that are like me have had a lot of struggle accepting their abilities and how they were made to be and so and that's absolutely 100% true for me I wanted nothing to do with any of my abilities um, they scared me very much. And so I tried as much as I could to get as far away from anything I considered woo-woo, weird, new agey, any of that. I wanted none of it. Um, and so I tried to, uh, one, I've, I've always had a huge calling to public service, um, always. That's, that's just always been there in law and law enforcement. Um, but I also really wanted to sort of, um, I think looking backwards, you know, check off those societal boxes of like, I have, I've gotten all the education, I've done all the things, um, you know, so I can't possibly be not normal or, you know, weird in any way, that kind of stuff and really fit all of those perfect little boxes in my head. And um, but at the same time, also on the flip side of that, I, like I said, I've always been drawn to justice. I don't, um, I can't cope well with injustices. And so part of my path is always sort of striving to um, right wrongs, out people that are doing bad things, that kind of stuff. So that's kind of a bit of what led me down that pathway. Um, and it definitely has been a long process. Um, so with that, um, I've worked in, in a variety of roles and um, developed not only my investigative skills just on a purely professional, not spiritual level. Um, and then I've always had 
Um, you know, I, I am who I was made to be and I've never been able to get away from that. Um, and so when I was really struggling, my abilities kind of bubbled up in a lot of different ways and, and kind of kept getting in my face to where I could no longer ignore them. Um, but also I had a lot of phobias around death and dying and dead people. And so um, what I find interesting, and I've heard this from other people as well, that everything I did in my professional career somehow placed me right in the pathway of dying dead people. And it was like, you know, just this constant, like you can try and get away from it, but it's not gonna like, like this is gonna continue to pop up over and over and over. And, and it was like every which way I tried to get away from sort of my worst fears, I ended up literally, you know, running right into them. And so um, I, I'm sure it was a confluence of, of stuff altogether, me trying to run away from things and, you know, serve my purpose and my path at the same time. And so um, over the years, uh, not only working professionally, but I've developed a lot of professional relationships with law enforcement agencies and things. And then when I accepted and kind of came to a better place about my abilities and all of that, um, then it kind of branched off into um, me using both pieces of myself, the, you know, the pure investigator and then the spiritual side as well. Um, so that's like, I am talking a lot here. It's, uh, <laughs> it's fabulous. No, 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 it, it's fabulous. It's, um, cause there, yeah, there's so many like pieces and parts of it involved that kind of got me to where I am now. And, um, but yeah, I've, I've always, uh, really felt drawn to being a public servant in a variety of ways. And, um, and I see that in my, in my role as a medium, um, I've always felt a huge responsibility to, I see every piece of my work as, as service roles. Um, and I think if you don't see it that way, then I have a lot of other questions that go along with that. But um, it's, I feel like it, it, we are, you know, we are literally just a, a vesicle to serve um, while we're here in this lifetime. And, um, and so I've tried to take that into every area of my life and role and and so that's a super long-winded <laughs> answer. Um, I'm not sure if I fully answered the question, but... Uh, no, it, it was perfect, <laughs> it was perfect. And, and I have to agree, um, you know, I, as well, you know, I saw Spirit as a child and I called, referred them as the see-through people. And, you know, we went to Catholic school and I wanted to fit in. I really wanted someone to have lunch with. And so I just started yeah. to shut that down, right? And you know, my family didn't accept it. And there wasn't, there weren't, there weren't TV shows, there weren't books, it wasn't readily yeah. about. And so it was after an accident, um, 14 years ago, and through the healing of the accident, I started to, you know, kind of delve into, you know, body talk and Reiki. And I thought, no, 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 I'm just learning this for me. I'm not doing it. Yeah. I'm not, right. No, 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 no. And my Reiki master, she said, no, 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 you'll be, you'll be helping people. I said, no, 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 no. This is just for me. I, no, 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 no. And then I started offering Reiki sessions and the loved ones came in and I thought nicely played because again, I kept <laughs> avoiding it, right? I kept avoiding yeah. it. I don't know. I had anxiety. I had panic attacks. You know, we couldn't go for dinner. I'd have to leave. It was like, oh my God, like they're, oh, it was just crazy. Right. And so yeah. I can totally relate to what you're saying. It's just, 
Yeah, I yeah. 100% know what you're talking about because yeah, same when I was a child, I um I saw dead people the exact same as I see everybody else. And I actually for quite a long time didn't even realize that who I was seeing was not there. And and I did I'm from like I said I'm from the deep south bible belt where nobody had to tell me that it wasn't okay. It was like I inherently knew that it was not safe to talk about it or anything else. And I grew up really, um, I had a lot of negative energies that messed with me as a kid and I grew up terrified. And that's what really made me um, want nothing to do with it and shut it down. And I like, um, I had it in my head that to deal with the good side of it, I had to deal with the bad side of it, which I now know not to be so. But that was like, I, I had convinced myself, well, I can never figure this out because, you know, I am definitely terrified to open any of that door up. And, um, and so that had kept me really kind of, you know, in fear for a long, long time and done everything I could to shut it down. And I, I remember as a kid, like praying just to be normal every day. Just like, and True. Yeah. yeah. And then at the same time, you know, I also didn't realize how much of the way I experienced the world is not like how other people experience it until really until I met my husband um, and finally started to open up a little bit because um, there's just, there's so many, you know, I'm an empath, I'm X, Y, Z. It's like, there's so many things about the way I'm made up that I just assumed like, well, don't you feel energy and don't, don't you pick up on everything that like when you meet somebody and you get all this information that happens to everybody. Right. Yeah. Like, and I really, I had no idea that so many things I experience, other people are not experiencing constantly. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Um, it's so true. You, you just hit the nail on the head. It's, um, you know, it's funny. I, I remember taking training years ago with Sonia Shikat. And I said to her, mm -hmm. I said, you know, she said, yes, it's weird. But she said, why can't weird be wonderful? Yeah. Said, why can't you be the bright light and be the invitation for other people to step into their capacities and share their gifts with the world? And so it's absolutely, I, I totally, I totally relate with, um, you know, being in service and wanting to help people and, and being, I, I feel the same way, you know, and after, you know, after the gifts started to really open up again, it was kind of like a fire hose at first. It was like, oh my God. And same thing. It's like, I'm picking up so much stuff and I see things and I hear things and am I going crazy? Is this schizophrenia? Mm -hmm. And it was so interesting. And, um, I had started my psychology degree and I walked away from it. I thought I can't, I, I just, I have, I have to focus on, on this over here. And so it's, um, it's really fascinating to um, try to debunk some of the Hollywood, you know, woo-woo, it's this, it's that. And, you know, I, I like to tell people that it's, it's a real gift and capacity. And, you know, yeah. you start to delve into that. And I remember thinking, you know, okay, if I'm going to do this, then I want to do it from a place of authenticity and, and integrity. And I want to be the clearest channel I can be to mm -hmm. and facilitate. And, um, yeah, and you know, for years people would, would refer to me as a tarot card reader or uh, a psychic. And I used to get so spicy yeah. about that. I was like, I it makes me cringe. Like, I, yeah, I'm I'm really big about the labels, and they like, yeah, I get really, I'm exactly the same. Like, yeah, when people psychic gets me, um, 
uh, there's another one and I can't think of it right now that's common that whenever people describe me that way I'm like oh no no <laughs> exactly <laughs> there, was, there was someone that came to me and she came to me for readings years ago and and I you know you can just I could tell that 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 what I was sharing with her just wasn't resonating and you know she finally stopped I said okay what I am not sure if I'm your reader I said the information that I'm bringing through for you I said it's just it's not it's not resonating and I said and that's okay it happens sometimes yeah said, well well you told my friends all these things and all these things happen and I thought you were psychic and blah, 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 blah. and it was just and it was so funny because then I came away from that thinking oh no <laughs> have I done something wrong and what is this yeah oh, my goodness and I realized the same thing I I do not like being referred to as a psychic because I have found over the years that um, yes, the psychic piece comes into it, as I'm sure you, you see as well. Like, oh, yeah. you're going to have a boy. Yes, you will get married. Yes, that's yeah. what happened. But I found that it was taking away, um, I found that people were leaving and they weren't actually doing any of the work. They would mm -hmm. leave and just wait for things to happen. And then when they didn't happen, they'd get mad at me. Well, did you? Yep. <laughs> so I found it sort of perpetuated into this um, tug of war sort of thing, working with people. And I was just like, you know what? we're just going to drop that i don't i i'm not a i am psychic but i just just the connotation with it there's yeah any negative connotation well the way i explain it to people and my clients um i always tell people one i'm a big believer in um there's got to be a certain match between the client and the reader yeah. um and if that energetic match is not right like you cannot force it and i tell people you know i i have I've told more than a few people like, nope, I am not the person for you. Like, and, and they get really, you know, um, wrapped up in, in like, well, you know, I've decided I want to hire you. And it's like, that's, I'm not for sale that way. Um, you know, it's gotta be, uh, um, the right match, but I always explain to people, um, even though in sessions, I might get information about things that are coming up or future stuff. I always say, I, that's that may or may not come through i can't ever i never know what's going to come through until i'm in the session and um when it does i would say like spirit's really big on not interfering with your life choices your life path it's like they're not going to tell you what to do they might give you some guidance but like you still have your free will Absolutely. and i i'm big on i tell you i'm like i am not a fortune teller like don't expect that if something comes out of your session that's great that's a bonus but that is not what i am here for that's not the purpose of my work and everyone has um you know everyone that kind of does energy work like this sort of i find has a different area of specialty um just like i know some mediums um cannot do like the criminal pieces of work that I do mm -hmm. and some of us can and it's just like we each have a different specialty and path that we're more attuned to and it's like I always say I have all of the clear senses but I have two that are dominant and you know it's like and I know other readers that there's they have other stuff that's more dominant and it's it's always interesting to me to connect with other um, people like me and I don't I find that there, you know, unfortunately aren't too many that are really, in my opinion, kind of on, like I've talked about, you know, on that service pathway and, um, and really where we, you know, mesh energetically as well and all of that kind of stuff. So it's, it's always interesting for me to be able to talk to people that know what I'm talking about. Yes, and, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, 
you know, and I'm so thrilled that, that we were able to connect. And um, what, were there any specific things that, that you worked on to, um, to accept and develop your gifts? Were, you know, were there different trainings and, and different things that you did that helped? There were quite, it was many years process. And yes, there were um, definite turning points and steps and things that I, advice I give to people that are developing their own that I've found not only worked for me, but people have reported back to me like, yeah, that, that helped me. Um, and I had a bit like um, rougher entry all the way <laughs> through with everything. Um, because like I said, I, I mean, I was probably, I don't know that anybody was more resistant than I was, like I said, to coming to terms with my abilities, um, accepting any of this, being public. Like I literally did everything possible to resist all pieces of that and had to have a lot of um, things. So kind of, there's a few catalyst pieces. So um, I wasn't willing to deal with any of it until I had my children and they started exhibiting their own abilities and that scared the crap out of me. <laughs> and I was like, and, and it's also, I'm like, I don't care who you are, even if you're me, it's still creepy. I'm like, <laughs> and, uh, and my children have pieces of my abilities and then they have their own that are different from mine. And it was very obvious to you know everyone, even people that aren't like me when they were very young, that there was more going on there. And, um, and so when my daughter started showing that, I was really um, freaking out because uh, I didn't want her to grow up terrified the way I did. Exactly. And so, and I was also concerned for just, you know, how do I energetically protect her? Like, I don't know what to do here. And, um, and really just kind of at a crisis of like, I cannot let her grow up with the terror that I had of, I mean, and um, so I was, and I don't know exactly, I don't remember exactly how I connected with my mentor and kind of who helped me the most develop and come to terms was, um, her name's Pat Longo. And, um, and I'm not sure how we ended up meeting and getting connected, but we did. And it's funny because I remember like probably one of the first times I ever talked to her. Um, and she said, you know, point blank, you are a medium. This is who you, and I was like, excuse me. No, I don't think you understand. I am very successful and I am so educated. And like, that's no, that is ridiculous. And, and she's like, you can think whatever you want. Like you cannot, this is part of your past. She's like, you can deal with it now, or you can deal with it in another lifetime and you're going to have to come back and do it again. And I was like, Oh no, 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 like, that's not going to happen. And, uh, and so, and I remember like, I, we literally, I would like yell at her and hang up the phone and be like, that is, this is not, no, you are wrong. You are so wrong. And she was like, I'm, and I remember she was like, I've been doing this 20 years. I know what I'm doing. And I was like, I was like, no, no. And I told her, I remember I said, I need you to just help me figure out how to help my daughter. But like, I don't want to turn any of my stuff on. Like, I don't, I am not, no, we're going to keep that shut down. I just need to know what to do to, to help her out. And, and that's all I want out of this. Like, I don't, nothing else. And she was like, that's not how it works. And and I'm like, well, that's how it's going to work today. <laughs> and, um, and 
And I mean, we went back and forth. I don't even, I, you know, the patience she had of just like, um, you know, I refused to accept it, embrace it, anything. And so she kind of would be patient with me and bring it to my attention again. It's like, this is, this is what you, part of what you signed up for. And, um, and so that went round and round for a bit. Um, I also, at the same time, um, one of the biggest pieces of me being willing to just get over myself and um, go forward was my husband really um, held me to the fire quite a bit. And it's funny because my husband grew up very, very religious. Um, like, I mean, really, like, like very textbook, everything he, um, and is not somebody that would be prone to sort of believe in this type of stuff. Um, so I always tell people, I'm like, for him to support me, it says a whole lot of things. Um, and he actually kind of threw me straight out of the closet and in front of a few buses and point blank told me when I was really struggling, he said, this is not about you. And I was like, oh, what? And then Pat around the same time was like, this isn't about you. And it was like, but it is. And I was like, and I, and I was so wrapped up too. And like, what would people think? And I don't want people to think, you know, I had a lot of blocks around that of like, I don't want people to think less of me and I don't want my children to be made fun of. And, and all these pieces of fear around it. And, and so, um, I went round and round with the two of them for quite a while. And there was a few events that happened um, with, uh, he had lost a family member and that person was connecting with me and needed me to relay some messages to their family. And that once again, I mean, and this was at a point where, again, I was still struggling with just coming to terms. I was definitely not at a like public reading level or anything else. And so, um, and I did, of course didn't want to, and was like, no, they're going to think I'm crazy. They'll probably try to throw a Bible at me. Like this is not, and, um, and he's again, he's like, this is like really not about you. And they're in so much pain right now. And like, you have the ability to maybe help that. And I was like, Oh, and it just, and it was like, it all kind of came. And then I, he didn't even really give me a chance to like say yes, no, anything. He literally put them in front of me and was like, tell them. And I was like, oh, excuse me, what? <laughs> and so I proceeded to relay these messages and I watched in that moment, um, them go from utter devastation. And really, I think one of the people involved was probably near being suicidal themselves and and in deep grief and i watched that change within a matter of moments into a peace and an ability to cope with the loss that they were going through and that experience dramatically changed everything for me um because it was like again i was able to step aside for a second and see like this truly, like, if I stopped somebody from doing harm to themselves um, and was a vessel to bring someone peace to where they can get through this, um, it, it changed my whole perspective. And it was like, and it was no longer about 
me and my fears and everything else. And so that was worth kind of all my fears about it in that moment. And then, so that was kind of one of the big key openers to like, okay, I need to deal with this. And then I got a bit more willing with Pat. And so she worked with me on just coming to terms with things as far as development, because I was born with my abilities, but and I'm sure you've been through this, where to do things for other people on a public level is a different level and it does take work and development to be able to do that and do it well. Yes. Um, and so to get to that point took, um, I always say one of the biggest things is intention is 500% of it. Mm -hmm. um, setting clear intentions, taking yourself out of things, um, you know, again, stepping out of that, having anything to do with you. It's like, I always say when I'm working, everything is about my clients. It's not, it's like, it's, I have removed myself and sent myself to the other room and it's like, um, and then there was also pieces of, it takes a lot of practice. Um, and so, um, a lot of what I did in the beginning when I was trying to develop things and figure out how to do this for other people, um, I had some amazing people around me that were very supportive friends. Um, that and, and to back up even a bit with that, before I kind of came out publicly, um, a lot of people in my life, and I still don't, I'm, you know, I'm sure it was some type of divine intervention, I don't know what brought this about, but there was a lot of people that um, would start asking me questions about mediumship and things. And it was like, what about me makes you think I would know anything about any of that? And it, again, it was kind of kept coming up in my life, but it was also like, um, I had people kind of opening that door. And so when I finally got up enough courage to sort of work on things, um, I had a group of very supportive friends who helped me and I said, okay, you know, I need to figure this out. So, um, you know, will you be my guinea pigs? And, um, and they were all, I mean, thrilled to, you know, be a part of it and also, you know, get, you know, umpteen free readings and whatever. They were all, you know, like, sure, sign us all up. Um, and, but it, it was a big piece for me because again, to do this at a public level, you need to know, um, you need to have a safe space to develop, first of all, because when you do this at a public level, as I'm sure you've experienced, there are going to be people that are just assholes. Yes. And, um, and there are people that literally will waste their own time and money to just be abusive. Yep. Um, just because they can, I don't, I've never figured that out. It's like, why would you, spend money if like you're not you know I don't get that part but um and there and there's also going to be people like you said that aren't um willing to listen to the message take it in do anything productive with it um grow their spirit at all and so you give up a lot of your energy to do this work and it and just doing the sessions itself takes a lot of my physical emotional mental energy um and so you have to develop a bit of a thick skin and about being in that service mode of, I can't control whether you liked the session, whether you felt like it brought anything to your life. 
I am just here to bring through what needs to come through and what you do with that is not my deal. And, but that took practice to get a thick enough skin to be able to have somebody sit in front of me and say, no, that's not right at all. And no, and be strong enough to be like, no, that is right and stick to it. And then inevitably people will email me a day later and be like, everything was right. I don't know what, you know, <laughs> and, uh, but that took a bit of getting used to, and I had to, that safe space of friends at the same time that I'm talking about, I had to make sure, and I really made them hold me to the fire of do not, do not be easy with me. Do not, um, don't like, cause we all know the people that will sort of almost grasp onto everything we say is like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's totally everything. <laughs> and I almost like, I mean, not that I, you know, want to be wrong, but I almost hate that because I'm very hard on myself. I want to make sure that I am one helping people two accurate accuracy is huge for me. And so, because it's like, if I'm not, doing good with this work then i can do other things like that's to me it, it's really important that that piece be there and so i was very made them be very hard on me of like you know no i need to know that i am actually getting this correct as well as when i'm connecting with spirit understanding um kind of how it works for me, which takes a long process to figure out how they communicate with each of us differently. And I find every medium, every whoever connects with whatever has a different process of kind of how it works for them and how it comes through to them. And so it's like that takes a lot of doing it many, many times. And my abilities change <laughs> on a whim regularly. And so, you know, I'll be in a session and I'm like, well, this hasn't happened before. What is this? And it's like, and so, I mean, there, you have to kind of brace yourself for like, oh, we got a new charade here. What's happening? Like, yeah, yeah. and new thing I'm experiencing. So um, I always tell people, I mean, I've done thousands of readings and no two have ever been alike. It's like, they are all different. Um, you know, some more intense than others. And so there was a big piece of that. I also did some work with um, another person that I, you know, just love on the planet is Charles Virtue. And um, I was able years ago, I did some um, uh, kind of development work with him. Um, actually, he came to Calgary and this was before I lived in the Calgary area and got to work with him. And, uh, and he was another pivotal piece for me. Um, because again, he's been doing a lot of this work for uh, ever. And um, when I connected with him, I had it in my head that I could only do face-to-face -face readings. And I was like, and he told me, you know, no, you can, you can do distance readings. And I was like, no, 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 you don't understand how it works for me. I, that doesn't, I'm not able to do that. I mean, there's other gifted people, I, that doesn't work for me. And and I did the same thing I always do, you know, like, you're wrong. I know, like, I know better. And he was like, no, no, you can. Yeah. And, um, and worked with me a bit because I was also at that point in time starting to be asked by um, various people and law enforcement agencies to consult on cases. And often, like, the majority of the cases that I consult on are all over the world, a lot in the US, a lot globally. 
And so I kept saying, well, no, I can't help you. Like if I can't physically be there on the crime scene, like I can't, you know, no, sorry. And it was coming up more and more. And I just kept saying, yeah, no, no. And, and I've also learned when things like that come to you, it's for a reason. It's like, you're supposed to be working with it. Yes. And so he, I connected with him around that pivotal piece of, he was like, no, you, you can do this. And so he worked with me of, again, practicing it um, and practicing it on people who were safe, but I also, you know, knew weren't going to bullshit me about, you know, are you right or wrong? And, um, and then had me practice on people I didn't know and didn't have any information. And, and I always say, I like to have clients that I know nothing about versus people that I know, because I second guess everything that comes through with people I know, like, did I already know that information? And it's people always say to my husband, like, oh, you must, you know, get readings anytime you want or whatever. And he's always, cause I mean, he's had a total of maybe, you know, three readings ever with me and had to, I mean, beg and beg and beg. And, and it's like, I hate it because I know way too much about him. So I'm like, I second guess everything. And I'm, and I will tell, I'm like, well, you know, I could be wrong. I mean, I don't, and it's terrible. And so he's always like, everybody gets more of this than I do. And like, um, so yeah there was pieces in there um another huge piece that helped me develop as well as continue to hold things at a certain level is um living a high vibe what i call high vibration lifestyle um keeping my energy and my my home spaces and my life at a certain energy level and people they don't want to hear it and because it takes work um but that's critical for um how i do what i do and i always tell people like something else i learned too and i don't know if this is i mean I, it probably is similar for you i have a process like before i work and do sessions um that i compare to kind of preparing for a marathon like, mm -hmm. like i literally carb load it's like i eat a ton of food because it takes a ton of physical energy. Um, I'm really careful about my, how much sleep I've had, um, water intake. I'm very strict on, I don't ever drink any alcohol within 24 hours of sessions, like, because that immediately lowers my energy vibration. And to do my work, I have to raise it to make those connections. Yeah. Um, you know, being conscientious of who's in my world, um, what I'm exposing myself to, I, I have a big, besides the fact that I, they scare me in general, I don't watch scary movies. Um, it's like, I find that opens up negative energy kind of pieces that you're inviting stuff to mess with you. Um, so there's a lot of like tips and tricks like that. Um, I did do specific pieces along the way that, you know, as I developed publicly and professionally and um, did a lot of, you know, practice, 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 and, um, and then trusting too, like you have to get over the fear, which is the biggest hurdle I think for anyone doing this. Um, and if you're not afraid, then I question like, honestly, how legitimate, whatever you say you're doing is like, um, because it's, I mean, it's terrifying. I always tell people, um, when I do like big public events um like i don't think people understand that 
I never have any kind of plan at all. Like none, like I don't have a script. I don't have anything. Mm -hmm. And which I, I mean, it is as crazy as it sounds. And it's like, um, whenever I've done them, it's like, I have no plan B if nothing happens. And, and I'm not um, like, I remain, um, and I'm curious if this is this way for you. I remain genuinely as surprised as everyone else every single time I connect with spirit and do sessions. Oh, it's like, <laughs> it, it's, it was so amazing. I love that you said that just yesterday, uh, one of my clients that came in for a reading, it was, I just, I literally, I seriously, Jessica, I stopped five times in the reading. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That just, and you know, I just, I, you know, I don't, you probably can relate to what I'm saying. It's just, I just feel such intense, um, gratitude to be able to witness the shift yeah. of change and, and just to be able to watch how the energy will start to shift and change for that person based on what they can receive in that moment mm -hmm. where they're in the grieving process. But yeah, it, literally yesterday, it was just, it was one of those readings every now and again, it's just like, oh, you guys are good. <laughs> that was yeah. amazing. It was beautiful. And just to be a part of it, I was like, wow, I'm honored to, you know, do the work that I do. And, and I love what you said about, um, you know, creating, I call it creating that sacred space. And so to this day, I still yeah. light a candle and I still smudge and I still do yeah. prayers and, you know, I still do all of those things. And it's so true what you're saying, you know, living a high vibrational life, you know, I've had to, you know, tweak my diet. And if I haven't had mm -hmm. a good sleep and I'm, you know, watching, you know, what I'm eating and I don't watch scary stuff either. I'm just like, yeah. ah, I just, I can't do it. And um, it, it's so true. And, and I totally agree with what you're saying. I mean, if to be in service, to be, to be in service at a level that is, um, you know, integrous and, and with love and, uh, you know, it's just, it takes, it takes work and, and mm -hmm. right. And if you're not willing to do that, that's okay too. And so I love that. I love that you said that because not a lot of people get what I say. I'm like, no, no, no. You need to create a sacred space. You need yeah. to create that sacred vessel and you need to take care of your vessel because your body and your energy is, you know, you're running all these different energies. And mm -hmm. to this day, after a full day of clients, I have to have chocolate. And so my family. That, comes I, my it's so funny because <laughs> I do the exact same thing. And that's advice I give out often because it immediately grounds you. Yeah. And before I figured that out, I used to, you know, like, I don't know, I'm sure you felt this happen where when you're not grounding enough, you're literally like up here <laughs> and you start to feel dizzy. Yeah. And it's like, I, before I figured that out, I mean, I, it, it was wild, but in, not in a good way. I was like, oh, this is, I feel dizzy and spinny and like, what is happening? And, and then I can't remember, I think someone had told me or I figured that out somehow with the chocolate. And so, I mean, yeah, I always, when I am working, I always have chocolate nearby. Mm -hmm. um, I do the exact same thing. And, and yeah, it's that instant grounding. And also knowing what my system can handle and working up to it. It's like when I first started publicly reading, you know, I could do maybe one reading a week and that would plow me for days. Yeah. And it was a process to get to where I could do multiple ones in a day and big groups and like all of that and, and work up to that. And if I overworked myself and didn't listen, then I would get physically ill. And so I know if I don't honor, um, you know, that, preparation and self-care and all of that and like you're saying with the diet um it's funny because as I continued on my path and everything else it started with like because I am now vegan mm -hmm. um and but when I first started my work publicly um 
as my vibration increased, I, it was literally from one day to the next, I could no longer eat meat. And, and it was funny. I literally went to eat a piece of meat and, and I hate telling this story because it's like, it's sounds, I don't know. It sounds crazy to me. And like, I have a good girlfriend that, I mean, loves to make fun of it constantly in a, like, like she, she's very supportive, but, uh, I literally went to eat a piece of meat and started connecting with the cow. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and, um, and the pain, but what I was connecting to too, and I talk about, you know, we absorb everything in our world. And I was connecting to the pain involved and, and everything. And so she, her running joke has been all these years, like, do the cows still talk to you? And I'm like, shut up. And, uh, um, and it was literally like, I mean, from that moment forward, I was like, okay, we are, I, you know, I can no longer eat meat. And I wasn't educated at all about any of it at that point in time. It was literally like, I just could no longer eat meat and couldn't, wasn't sure what was happening, but it like was a no-go for me. Yep. And, and then that, like, you know, I had a whole journey and process through um, changing, you know, my diet and everything along with that um, as I kind of progressed further and, and went along. And I've heard that process from other people as they continue to grow in this and do that that a lot of people have experienced similar stuff like that um, with it so absolutely and it's it's I think when when you have a high vibration that it's it's so important to listen to your body and listen to what, mm -hmm. what your body is needing and you know it's interesting because I don't know if you found this I find that I'm I'm that much more sensitive to things I mean, I was yeah. before, but now it's, oh, that's just a no, no, oh, that's yeah. a no, oh, wow. And even herbal things, you know, there was an herbal tea I was drinking and after a couple of weeks, I started to get this weirdo headache. I thought, what is that? And, you know, I asked, yeah. my guys were like, you gotta, you gotta ease off that. Maybe one or two a week. And I was like, ooh, <laughs> yeah. plowing it back every day. It was so amazing, right? And so it's really quite interesting. And it's, I find, um, I found when I first started doing readings professionally, I found there were certain times where I wasn't able to, it's like I was still learning how to be neutral about things. And so do you have certain situations that come up or that you're involved with that you, you know, you've had to overcome that so that you can be completely neutral vessel and not absorb any of that? Yeah, um, and I struggle a lot with that. I don't do neutral well. Um, and it, again, it's part of my path of, uh, you know, I am, I'm definitely a fighter for others, advocator for others, um, you know, justice maker, like that, that's definitely just part of who I am. And so I, um, I don't do well at holding back what I think of something or anything else. I will say when I am with clients and in sessions, um, my opinion is removed when I'm in that zone. Yes. Um, I am able to not insert my beliefs, opinions. Um, I think very well when I'm in that space. Yeah. Um, as soon as the session's over and, and we've shut her down, then that might come out. Like, yeah. um, <laughs> and, um, and I, you know, but yeah, I mean, I, I would say I'm probably not great at being neutral um <laughs> for most things just because i also have a and have always had um a huge sense of urgency 
of time going on in, that I have in this lifetime to bring awareness to certain things and get kind of collective humanity at a certain level by a certain time. And like, I find a lot of light workers, we, we all feel that pressure of like, no, you have to listen to me now. Like we're running out of time. And so I, again, I feel like part of my thing is to kind of push things along and not some, not remain too neutral on too much. Like I'm good at being a professional when I'm working outside of spiritual work. And like, I think, you know, being professionally neutral when it's required of me. Um, but I have purposefully also gone into, you know, lines of work that allow me to be, you know, fully passionate and compassionate and, and, you know, be myself in a lot of ways. So, um, I don't do well in like, I probably wouldn't last long in a great like office setting where you got to keep your mouth shut. Like that just, <laughs> right. I always, tell, I always tell people I, I make a horrible employee. That's why I just do my own thing. And yeah. And it's, it's interesting over the years too. I don't know if you found this, that, um, you know, I will be aware of something. And then over the years I've learned to ask, do I need to relay this or is this just information? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Well, so that's interesting because, um, yeah, that was something I struggled with for a while and learned the same thing of, and I often get asked, especially in relation to the criminal work I do um, on like a lot of, you know, homicide cases and stuff of, because there are people, I mean, there's so many people in the world that are, uh, you know, spiritually attuned, get messages, get premonitions, get this, get that, that struggle with well, I got information about, let's, you know, let's say it's a crime that happened or a murder or whatever. And so, and they feel like I have to, you know, I got to go tell somebody and, and all this stuff. And it took me a long time to understand that sometimes just because you got the information doesn't mean you have to do anything with it. And if you are meant to give it to someone that will organically come to you in a like, it will work itself out. You don't need to go seeking it. And because I used to really struggle, because again, I get a lot of information about um, criminal cases and that tore me up because it's like, well, I know this information and like, I want to help. And a lot, and there are a lot of pieces to that puzzle. So not everybody wants your help, number one. And like, and I've had to tell people, because they'll ask me if they have, if they feel they have a helpful ability well, how do I, you know, how do I start working with the police and how do, and I'm like, well, you don't, and you don't go calling, you know, if you call and say, well, last night I had a dream, <laughs> like they're going to send someone out to talk to you um, and not in the way you're thinking. Um, yeah. And so it's like, I never sought out to, um, you know, consult on with the agencies I do and any of that. It was people that um, respected me from just knowing me professionally in law enforcement and my reputation that I had established in that by itself, um, that trusted me and knew that I, you know, was um, professional and all of those things. And then also knew enough about and had seen my abilities to where they said, you know, hey, we're hitting a wall here. Would you mind looking at it? Like, you know, maybe, maybe you can give something. And the other important piece of that is it does not matter how much I see about a case or know about it. If it cannot lead 
agencies and law enforcement officers to evidence that they can take to court. Like knowing the story, I mean, that's great. That might give people some closure, yeah. but as far as it actually being actionable and that kind of thing, um, you have to be able to make those links and you have to also be able to accept like when you can't help. And like I always tell people, some cases I am a great help. Some I literally get nothing. I can do nothing to help. Um, and it's very up and down and it's a wave you've got to be able to ride because I will have a case where I'm able to help tremendously and I feel like so propelled and like this is why I do this work and and then I will have a string of like 20 cases that I can't do a damn thing with and I'm like I'm broken it's broken I don't know what's happening and I will get super like and the agencies I work with will often and they've gotten used to the roller coaster so I'll be like don't even send me anything I'm useless I can't and <laughs> and, and then and they've and they're like oh here we go again like just set your watch like and uh and so it's a very up and down and it can be very um taxing as well and I tell people that think they want to help with that I'm like you know be glad that you don't have to because it, it's a lot and it weighs on you when you can't help or you know, like I've had cases where I've gotten information, high profile cases that, you know, I wasn't asked by anybody to help with and wasn't, no one wanted my help. And yeah, I mean, I know lots about it and nobody cares. Nobody was going to do anything about it. And, and then I've had ones where I've been told when I tapped in to try and deal with it, like, this is not for you. Like uh -huh. you are not meant to be like, we're, this is playing itself out how we want. This yeah. is not for you to get involved. And so I've learned like, okay, thanks for, you know, let me know, I will move on. And, and so, and that, that's also a piece of learning to do this work of learning when it's not your place and we're not meant to intervene in everything. And mm -hmm. um, there are processes that have to happen for people that, you know, we can't get in the way of all of that. Um, so I know it's like, you know, some things I can help and others not. And um, so, I yeah. Find that, I find that so interesting. And, and I love that you said that, you know, the opportunities will find you because I've never mm -hmm. been guided to um, do any of the criminal work that you've, you've yeah. and it's, and I'm okay with that. Like, I don't, yeah. think, I don't think that that would be my forte, my specialty. And I'm, I'm totally Absolutely. okay with that. And it's interesting because um, you know, I, I love the other little piece that you said, you know, about knowing when we can help and knowing what that looks like. And so every now and again, I'd say every, maybe every six months to every 12 months, I'll have a client that'll come in and I am not their reader. Mm -hmm. And so I had one a few months ago and she was just like, well, what are you talking about? You can read anybody. Yeah. Really? No, I, I mean, I can, I can pick up energy about you. I can, yeah. you know, there's certain different snippets, but what you're looking for from me, I'm not your person. Like I, I don't see your loved ones around you. I, I'm, I'm not your girl. And so we had this debate and she was like, well, you know, I thought, I thought you were all that and a slice of cheese. And all these <laughs> people said you were so amazing and you came highly recommended. And after that, I kind of went into a, oh, it's broken. Oh my God. I yep. I'm, did I not meditate enough? Oh my God. What have I done there? Oh shit. Is it changing again? And I love what you said earlier about our gifts changing because when I first heard mm -hmm. meetings, I was so visual. Everything was clairvoyant. It was like, Oh, yep. he's standing here. He has flannel on blah, 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 blah. And this is what's, this is what's happening. And then yep. it shifted into my claircognizance. And so it was like, ah, I'm not seeing anything. Oh my God, it's broken. What's happening. And so, yeah, it's there. 
it's amazing how it shifts and it changes. And I'm just, mm -hmm. I'm glad we've made this connection because it's nice to know that other people who are doing this work are experiencing these things as well. Because I think from, you know, from my experience, I felt very isolated. I was trying to find yeah. the right group and the right friends that would, you know, accept it. And, and, you know, it's, it's, I find that now I'm loud and proud with it. I mean, years ago, yeah. you know, it took me a long time to get there because it was just, you know, my husband at the time was like, well, we're going to this function. Can you just tell them that you, uh, you know, you're a life coach, you know, can you not <laughs> do the other stuff? Cause I'd be off in the corner reading for people and setting up appointments yeah. and right. And, and so it's interesting. And so now it's just, it's loud and proud. And I love what you said earlier. Yeah. It's, it is who you are. Right. And it's, yeah. I, I got to a point where it was, I felt like I put myself in a pressure cooker and it was just so uncomfortable. And it was like, you know what? I don't want to live like this anymore. And so it was, I have to, I just, I have to let it out. And this is what it is. And trust that the people I'm meant to serve will find me. And the people that, you know, the naysayers and the, mm, you're full of shit, you know, yeah. those people will, yeah. they're going to come up every now and again. It just is what it is. I think they take, I think they take pleasure in it, to be honest. I think that there's something in them that's like, I, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, I agree. Mm -hmm. Well, and I have days that are, you know, better and worse than others. And I still have like, it's funny cause I, I go in cycles of being more open and less open and very open. And it, and I'm really like, I'm big on, uh, I like people to get to know me before they know anything about this piece of me as well as just, um, you know, I've been doing what I do long enough in like, I always say it's like I, I'm well known in different parts of the world, depending on, you know, I have a, a bit of a following and stuff, but I always tell people I'm like, you know, I'm not that well known and I'm not like famous, famous. I'm like maybe free coffee famous sometimes, <laughs> depending on what, but like there are, there are people who know who I am and I've had that where like, um, especially where I used to live, I was quite well known. And so it was like, I'd go to the grocery store and people would start being weird or think I'm reading them all the time. Yeah. And so I got, when I moved down here, I, um, I really enjoyed for quite a while, honestly, just blending into the landscape and just being like, no one knows, like, I can just be myself and like make you know, make friends that just like get to know me as a human being before I have to wonder, are they, do they want something? Do they this or that? And so it's funny, I, I've made all these, you know, friends here that like, I've really like kind of kept it on the download for quite a while. And then when they finally, you know, why didn't you tell, it's like, well, I just want to see if, you know, we connected first and what you, you know, and like, and also like, I mean, I have a lot of sides to me. So it's like, get to know, you know, it's like, and my good friends know, it's like, I'm not always reading. I'm not, you know, when I'm not working, I'm, you know, I think a fairly sometimes, you know, normal person. Oh, yeah. um, and, and that for people to know that like, no, I'm not accessing your private information, you know, no. Um, that kind of stuff. So, and, and I've had the, the opposite, but it's funny. Cause like, cause like I said, my husband is the one that's kind of thrown me out there and I'm very, and again, some of this also comes with my professional background of, you know, spending so many years in law enforcement stuff and being very, um, you know, don't show your face on camera. Don't like, don't be public in any way at all. So it got, so it was besides being afraid of what people thought, it was very hard when I went public to literally just be in front of people and let 
like I remember when people first started wanting to take my picture and I was like, Oh, cause I mean, again, I've had years of training of like, no, you do not take my picture. You do not anything. And so that was a real struggle. And my husband again has always been kind of my biggest cheerleader. And I remember, and he's like, he's gotten better, but he used to tell, I mean, everybody to the point of like, you know, okay, like maybe like lead in with something else. Like, you know, we don't need to like tell all our business right away. And I remember one time he was flying for work and he came off, he was on a private plane and he came off the plane. But before he came off, all these people kept coming off the plane and staring at me. And I was like, what is, and you know, and at first I was like, well, I know I look good today. Like, what's, yeah. you know, and then it like got to where it was kind of at a level of like, what is going on? Like, do I have something on me? And so he comes off the plane. He's like, oh yeah, I told the whole plane, passed out cards. Like, but, and I'm like, and I mean, I could have died. I was like, I'm going to go find a hole and crawl in it. And like, and because again, he's just proud. He doesn't care what people think. He's like, which is great, but like, that's just outside of my comfort zone. Right. Um, I'm quite a private person by my natural, like I've learned how to be more open but my natural inclination is to be very closed off and private and so it's taken a lot of practice for me to open up to people and put myself out there and so yeah i'm more of like Shh, don't tell anybody and like and my good friends too you know they kind of will like i don't usually tell people anything i let them find it out on their own or other people tell them or whatever but it's like if you wait for me to say anything it probably won't happen <laughs> <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> I love that. I love how supportive he is. I think that's, I think that's wonderful. I think, um, I think it's fantastic. I, I love your story. And I, I love that um, we've had this time together. I think this is absolutely amazing. If, if someone wanted to get in touch with you, how would they find you? Um, so my website is um, jessicatysonselkeld.com. It's a lot, a lot of letters in there. Um, I'm, my Facebook page is under Mommy Medium. Um, and then they can email me. Um, email is always the best way to get a hold of me at connect at jessicatysonselkeld.com. Um, so they might have to look that up because spelling and whatnot. Um, but uh, I have a lot of people find me through the Facebook page and all of that. But uh, email is always the best way to get in touch with me. I always tell people, go look on my website because it has information about, about me, what I do. Um, and usually people can tell, um, you know, they're either drawn to me or they're not, of whether we're kind of a fit to work together. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. I, I This has been wonderful. It's been wonderful to get to know you and I will look forward to connecting with you again very soon. Absolutely. It was a huge, huge pleasure for me. So I'm, I'm really glad that we got to do this. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you.